0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week I'm with the real Brandon Taylor. Now, some of you may know Brandon from his Instagram page, Taylor's Trades, as well as the website that goes along with it. Um, he's essentially a middleman for exclusive streetwear. So in this chat, we talk about sort of his role, what he kind of does, um, along with just general streetwear things such as the ba- the brand Supreme. Um, and we also talk about like loads of things. We talk about passions and and sort of work ethic and how he sort of got to where he is now and where he's kind of going Um, sort of looking introspectively as well at your own faults Um, he does detail uh, about how his job works that sort of thing as well so you know it's a really good chat for for entrepreneurs people who want to pursue passions and people interested in in general streetwear and things because you know I've seen Supreme written about pretty much everywhere especially in a lot of the big rappers talk about it or wear the gear Um, and I don't really know much about it so it's really interesting hearing about that sort of thing as well as the sort of uh, the realm around it now just a little pre-warning um i did go off on a little ramble uh for the first eight minutes or so of this podcast so i do apologize for that but after the eight minute mark me and brandon get into the sort of the core of the discussion you know we talk a lot more about the sort of streetwear and that sort of thing as mentioned previously so yeah if you can make it through the first eight minutes or if you just want to skip through the first eight minutes and that is perfectly fine because then we get into the more juicy conversation before we get started, just two quick things as well. Um, a shout out to the Casual Birder podcast. Um, hosted by Susie. Um, it's a fantastic podcast. Susie is amazing. Um, any people in the podcast world, uh, if you've been to any podcasting events around the UK, um, you'd you've probably met her to be honest. Um, she's awesome. You should go check out her podcast. Um, it's called the Casual Birder podcast. Um, you can find it on Instagram or on the usual Podcatcher apps and that sort of thing. So. Just go check it out, each episode's only quite short, see what you think. If you like it, you can subscribe, if not, no worries at all, you've given it a go. And um, before we get started, there's a promo for the Movie Bunker podcast, so be sure to check those guys out too. And um, I'll be back at the end. hello it's chris here from the movie bunker podcast just thought i'd interrupt your usual listening pleasure to tell you about our podcast the movie bunker here's matt my co-host speaking more eloquently
1: about what we do what we do chris is we chose in this saturated podcast market of moviness not to follow the herd and go and review excellent films or popular films we've chosen to delve into the past and find poorly rated films that we review watch we watch obviously that helps the reviewing procedure then we we review them but the purpose the holy grail the goal of this is to find film or films uh, that have been poorly reviewed unfairly that we've gone listen people don't look at this two-star review this is a five star piece of entertainment well we will do it we'll find a film that we both enjoy or we can have a wrestle about So there you have it. That's the premise of our podcast. If you think that's something you might like, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. And you can follow us on Twitter. We have a Facebook page. So get involved in the discussion. Let's talk about these critically panned stinkers together. Thanks for listening and see you in the bunker.
0: Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people, and I'm your host, Mike Burton.
1: Views aren't currency, but like, you don't want not. to feel like you're fucking.
0: No, no, of course not. It is, especially with YouTube. YouTube is very much a numbers game and things like yeah. that. Whereas with podcasting, it's a bit more, uh, it's a bit more saturated in the way that. Like people listen on Spotify and iTunes, uh, and I put it on YouTube, but no one listens to it on YouTube at all. I barely <laughs> put, I put it on there for almost no reason. It's just a, another platform. Then there's like iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, um, uh, Podbean. Uh, then there's all these other apps like Podcaster, Podcatcher, all these things. And it's just thought they don't. You don't know what all your numbers are all the time. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just like a vague idea. Um, the first one for me is just so damn good. <laughs> Oh, I love that with David Hasselhoff and his like <laughs> nipples come apart and then like shoot SpongeBob and Patrick down. That is that is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's uh, what we saying. Uh, we're talking views and stuff, aren't we? With YouTube. W- you asked me earlier why I stopped doing YouTube and stuff. It was like because me and Reese were doing it, um, and uh, you'd have to drink that once. <laughs> Just chug it all. So you'd have to drink Eddie for the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's like with. With YouTube, one of the reasons I stopped doing it was because it was it was a lot more work. Because I'm, I'm sure you found when you're doing YouTube stuff, it's like for every like few minutes you record, you also have to edit, and you can do you can try and do edits where it's just like you record yourself and that's it, and you don't like uh, you don't edit it or anything like that. But it's still you have to upload it, name it, tag it, description, yeah, yeah, share so it on social media. Like the thing that I like the least amount about podcasting is that. I don't like having to share everything on Instagram and things like that because I don't mind social media because I use Facebook and stuff obviously before I had the podcast but it becomes a thing where you have to basically every day and where no one knows who I am obviously no one's going to go what Mike Burton he's doing a podcast yes it's like no I have to try and entice people and make my stuff sound interesting so it's like I have to share on Instagram try and use as many hashtags as it will let me try and you know do collaborations with other podcasters which I'm happy to do and it's going to be fun but like there's like promos and stuff like relatively every episode I release there's like a 30 second promo after I do my little intro thing Um and they play my promo because it's spreading out and it's it's all about like in the I imagine in like the music game with like a lot of rap especially it's all about collaborations and stuff because it's like okay because I think with it's not it's not how Post Malone started because he just released White Iverson but it was there's quite a few rappers who I think Emin, Eminem I think because he released the album Infinite that no one heard. And then he was on Forgot About Dre. And I think then he released uh, um, some Shady LP, I think. I, don't yeah, I can't remember either. I've to- <laughs> I have listened You recorded Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Right in there, dude. Slam. <laughs> Slam dunk. Like, subtle. It's easy that way. And I don't have to worry about doing the whole awkward... There's nothing like... <laughs> when people come over, and especially people who... Like some people, like well, when I spoke to Steph from school and things like that, like I haven't spoken to her in like ten years. So, well, not ten quite, but you know, like eight years or whatever. And it's like, well, what? What do you say? Well, actually, think about it. It's almost ten, I guess, uh, whatever. But it's like, you know, if you then just, if there's not a natural flow of conversation, you just yeah. go. you know, no, okay. I'm just
1: intrigued how you're going to start it. Like, <laughs> or
0: just I used to do, when I first started out. It used to be press record. Then it was like, hey guys, I'm here with blank and blank and we're going to talk about blank and it'd be like you can't have no one talks like that like you can't and it kind of makes the start a bit shaky but I just find if I just put the mics ready check the sounds and stuff and then just kind of press record whenever, then if the conversation either stops or is crap or anything I'll just, I'll just edit do it out it? Yeah.
1: do you not think with um, like sort of all Entertainment at the moment There's a lot of like Falseness Because that's one of the reason Why I stop YouTube videos As well Oh really Because I do not want to Wake up every day And be like Hey guys Today I'm going to be Going to this Like and subscribe <laughs> Buy my merchandise Like no <laughs> I was
0: going to think of that Uh not Logan Paul, his brother, um, Jake, Jake Paul. Paul, where he's got that song, Buy That Merch. Oh, yeah, heard that.
1: yeah, yeah. That's, that's
0: the worst song ever. It's just, but it's so uh, funny because it, it works because yeah, he, yeah. he makes loads of money from doing it. So I was like, well, to be fair, I think it's the cancer of music, but he's making more money from that one song than I probably will in my life. So yeah. who's the real idiot here? Me who's thinking I'm better than him for not releasing that. I mean, I say to people before, like when Bieber was getting big, I was like, I don't like Justin Bieber's music, to clarify. But when he released Baby and all that sort of stuff, and a lot of people slating it, I was one of the first... Well, not one of the first, but out of the people I knew, I was. I put my hand up straight away and I was like, look, if some record producers came up to me, even though I'm a shit singer, if record producers came up to me and said, look, release this song, feature Ludacris, yeah, the lyrics are crap, but you're going to make a fuck ton of money, I will be like, I will sign that right fucking now. That's like, the
1: thing, like you can se- you can sell yourself out for money, and yeah. a lot of people in the entertainment industry do.
0: Yeah. But it depends where you are. Like if I for example, if this podcast, say it got I don't know, it got big enough that I could sustain a career out of it, okay? And then I was making enough money. If they if some sort of agent came in and said, Look, I can make you twice as much if you start doing this, I'd be like, no, fuck off. But like, because podcasting, this is my thing. I've done everything from scratch, from the start, and whatever I end up building is off my own back and all my own work. But if it was something that I like singing, I, you know, I'm a terrible singer and I can't write songs or anything. So if someone just came along and said, I Have don't you know. Tried? Sorry? Have you tried? Um, I'm not bad of lyrics because um, me and Reese actually p- released a rap song in college. Um, it was... The backing track was a, a song called... Uh, I can't remember what it was called, actually, but it's a it's by a, a, a dubstep artist called Blackmill. It's like really chill... I think the genre was actually Chillstep. Um, and we just... For a laugh, we just recorded loads of, like, diss lyrics to all our mates in college. <laughs> it's terrible, but it's great at the same time. It, it cracks me up. It's I very want to crack-y. hear it. <laughs> I, can, I can show you if you want. It is cringy as fuck. But, yeah, it's called The Drift Diss Rap, and I think it's on it's on the Visual Digest a YouTube channel, which is where me and Reese used to release all our stuff. Um, i listen. Yeah, you can go ahead, mate. It is... <laughs> It is bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll spit a verse on it. Oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> Mate, go ahead. Spit a Mate, verse right now. Yeah, right now. We'll just do a freestyle <laughs> rap. Like, go ahead. That'll be it. But, yeah, I, I can't write music. I, I used to play keyboard in school, um, but I'm not, I'm not like musically talented in that way. I occasionally get the odd tune in my head, but like, my dad and my brother are really musical. I'm more, I have ideas and I'm not, I haven't really tried properly writing lyrics, but like, I have an alright vocabulary and. When I've written, I haven't written a huge amount of lyrics before, but I went through a weird phase uh, a few years back where I just had loads of lyrics in my head, so I wrote them down and they sounded all right. I'm not going to say I'm some sort of <laughs> sick lyricist that I'm going to fucking go up against Eminem. No, it's
1: just maybe, you know? I write lyrics every day. Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: How long have you been doing that?
1: Mm, yeah. Nice. I've loved music like my whole life, but lately it's just been bit obsessive yeah (laughs) why the hell not man i used to um i used to hate like streaming because i was always like no i'm gonna buy that album i'm gonna support that person like and then i i eventually went over to apple music and i just download (laughs) apple music playlists all the time
0: well exactly i was in the same boat because i i've got in my car i had cds and stuff and i've got a box of cds upstairs and stuff and i was always like no i've got to support the artist and all that sort of stuff and then I got Apple Music as well. I'm on Spotify now, but I I was on Apple Music and I was just like, I really want to buy CDs, but CDs cost about 10 quid a go and Apple Music costs less than 10 quid for a month. And it's like, I can literally, you tell me an artist right now, I can have it downloaded on my phone within about 10 seconds.
1: Yeah. One of the things that I used to always assume as well is that it wasn't on your phone. like, And it was always... um, streamed. Yeah, but it's not like that now, is it? No, it's
0: not. You can just download it straight and it's like... As as Spotify, it's like you can you can stream anything while you're on four G. But if you want to download it, you don't have to be on Wi Fi. but You have to swap the options um to turn it off. But like if I'm out, I'll just there's a couple of playlists where they they create like a daily mix for you. Like
1: I've heard Spotify is so much better.
0: I thought Apple Music was going to be the same as Spotify, and then I changed to Spotify, and I was like, okay, Spotify is probably better.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but doesn't have to change.
0: It's very little in it to be honest. Um, but one of the reasons I wanted to get you on here was to talk about. Your business, even though, would you call it a business? It's almost more of an enterprise. Do you
1: know right? it's in its first year? Um, obviously, hopefully, uh, HMRC aren't listening. But um, <laughs> <know you're> <laughs> it's in its first year. It would be like a year in November. Yeah. But I'm actually selling it off to my friend before that. So, uh, but I've got I've got the option to take it back whenever. So it's not yeah. too bad. But yeah, it's. It's like any sort of self-employed Like Obviously some months You're like Yeah this is fucking Amazing Yeah And then some months You're like (laughs) Like what Should I just close this Right now Or whatever Like it's weird Because I've, I've probably taken About a million pounds cash Wow Fuck and I've obviously not personally. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not like you're not like a bi- a billionaire. In um, yeah. And I've probably dealt with mm, yeah, probably like two mil clothes wise. Like wow, because yeah. uh, every week I'm dealing with like. Well, if you vaguely like
0: thirty thousand in,
1: in clothes, like
0: if, if you want to give a brief summary of what it is you do, because obviously I'm aware of it. But let like... me just
1: load up the Instagram actually. Oh. So the Instagram,
0: yeah, I'll put I'll put a link in, uh, in the, when I post this episode. I'll tag you in the
1: Instagram and I'll put the links in the description, all that sort of stuff as well. Uh, so I've got like two. I've got I've got like four Instagrams, but <laughs> um, the I made an Instagram just for my business, and so you can imagine I was doing it before I made that Instagram as well because I was like, shit, okay, I actually need an Instagram for this. Yeah, yeah. And I've put up one thousand four hundred and fourteen posts. Okay. So that's probably at least one thousand four hundred and fourteen different deals that I've been involved in. Yeah. And each deal is usually like two pieces of clothing swapping. Yeah. Um, so I just help people buy, sell, and trade clothing. Yeah. Is usually really expensive clothing. Yeah, like the
0: Supreme. I remember was quite a big one that you were doing.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty much like an expert in Supreme. Like if you were if you were gonna use any way to describe what i do it's like helping people buy supreme <laughs> like they they save money and i make money so yes yeah. everyone wins really
0: well, yeah exactly do you think um w- once again getting into this you don't have to, i don't have to delve too deep into the inner workings of whatever you don't want to talk about but like um is it like ha- has the industry of clothing for example does that it's, it's scalping a thing. Like, for example, you know of gig tickets.
1: Oh, yes, yes. You yeah. get people
0: who buy like, you know...
1: A hundred we don't bucks. call it that, though. We Would, call it reselling.
0: Right. Is that... Because I, I don't know if that's what has helped you in a sense because so many people probably buy it and sell it at such a ridiculous, unfathomable price and you're like,
1: well, I'm just going to buy it and sell it. Do you know, What's actually, I told someone that I'm not a reseller because I, like, I don't do that personally. Okay. I don't buy stuff... I think I've done it like once with hat when I was like in college and I made like ten pound profit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't I don't resell. And I was t- having an argument with some guy and he goes, "Yeah, but you're an enabler." I was like, "Shut up!" Like I'm I'm helping people here. Like that's ridiculous. But yeah, I guess reselling has helped me because of, you get these guys. Like I think soon yeah. I'm dealing with a um, thirty-five thousand pinball machine. Right. so obviously the pinball machine was only like seven thousand only yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah someone's bought it and the value's just gone up and up and up and to be honest it will probably go beyond that i don't know hmm. um and i'm going to be involved with that soon uh what else is there that i sort of
0: because was a lot of i saw you posting about a lot of vans and things like that the shoes not the, <laughs> the vehicle but uh like a lot of uh shoes and stuff because there's a lot of because I listened obviously, quite a few podcasts. And on there, they were talking about um, Yeezys quite a lot and things like that. And, like, the demand for Yeezys and all sorts yeah. of other things.
1: Like, See, this is the thing. Like, so you were wearing a pair of Star Wars vans yeah. earlier. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I, I love I love just looking at people's outfits. Yeah. Um, and vans will produce them in such a high quantity that they're not really going to be worth anything more than that. Yeah. I mean, if you keep them brand new condition for 10 years and then yeah they're probably going to be worth more it's hard to say but when sort of the brands that I deal with release products they always do Less than the demand, hmm. yeah, yeah. So then there's always sense. that secondary market.
0: Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah,
1: it's pretty wild.
0: Well, yeah, it's like, um, well, there's certain. Obviously, we're both into uh, gaming and stuff, and um, mm. I've actually got a collector's edition of Fallout New Vegas, um, which I am actually opened, funnily enough, and it's, uh, it's like a box set. I think there's there's like nine thousand of them that exist of this specific one, and it's like a leather box. You open it. There's the game in there. There's poker chips from Vegas. Uh, there's like an art book. Um, and there's a few other things, and I can't exactly remember what it is, but and it's got like the stamp of number 3000 or whatever. Oh, that's like 9, cool 000. that they've numbered it because that helps value as well. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, my parents, for example, they always quite liked buying, they bought, it's not going to be worth anything now, but Rolf Harris. They bought a Rolf Harris painting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they bought, this was like years and years and years ago. This is like. F- Hand it into think, the police. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like 15 years ago or something. Um, and it's like, that also see was a bad investment, unfortunately. But it's the sort of things of when it's limited edition. That's what's caused this whole thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because with with um, I collect steelbooks as well, which are like these limited edition, uh, like
1: yeah, metal cases. I've, I've seen.
0: Yeah, I post about online quite a bit. So, um, but there's certain ones like uh, Disney do it where they'll release. Um, Disney have something called the Vault. They did it before steelbooks were a thing. They did it with DVDs. Where is it Disney Classics? They Disney Classics do it as well. But yeah. all the Star Wars now, all the Marvel films, where they go. For one month, anyone can buy um, pre-order a uh, start with, like the new Guardians of the Galaxy steelbook or whatever, and then at a point they'll just go nope, and you can't get them anymore. and that's it. That's, they never. Uh, that they did. should do
1: it for twenty four hours. You see how much the value would change then. Like. Oh
0: god, yeah. Cause that, <laughs> what, is that what sort of Supreme do and that sort of thing?
1: Um, so Supreme usually release clothes every Thursday at eleven a.m. They do have like seasonal breaks and stuff. Yeah. And like, so they'll have like right now we're in the full winter. 2018 collection yeah and they release stuff every Thursday uh you never really know what's going to come out like you get insiders which sort of it's <laughs> so, honestly it's so weird um when I especially when I talk about it I actually realize how weird it is yeah and on like a Monday sometimes you get an email saying look we're collaborating with this other brand and it's going to come out this week and you're like oh shit and, <laughs> and it, if it's like an item that you really like and you're like I got to find four hundred pounds to buy this item. Yeah, I got like four days. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's so weird. Um, so a lot of the time, you'll be on the store, and the store's been up for like five minutes with the new stock. Yeah, and it's sold out, like all colors, all sizes. Jesus. And then you're like looking on eBay, and various other social. is it even a social no not social I think it's an
0: auction platform I guess yeah 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 so like
1: various places and people will put them up for like double the cost and you get all these little kids into it at the moment that um they just see it as a money making Mm. sort of thing and they're like trying to get you to pay so much more and you're like that ain't worth that like I could have got that like yeah (laughs) but the items that sell out straight away yeah and there's always like iconic pieces as well Mm. so uh, they're gonna release Supreme box logos in November, probably. They'll be like hundred and fifty pound, but they'll sell out in like a second. Wow! And they'll be going for like five hundred. Jesus! Like I know that recently, I just helped someone sell one for like five fifty. Mm. So that's easy, like three fifty profit, and I'll take wow. my like tiny stupid ten pound away. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah, well, that's what it is, you know. You just take these. You help these people. It's to be honest, it, it's. It's like anything. It's a service. Yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is, is where the line is of, you know, okay, well, if you're an accountant, you know, you just help people with money, but you take money as well. We're doing it. If you're a banker. My accountant
1: charges me a thousand a year really yeah
0: that's not actually that bad like it's, it, it
1: makes me feel sick
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably i mean i i'm at, to be fair like i couldn't do that but then again i my finances are quite easy it comes in and then my bills come out and there's a little left <laughs> but um it's it, everything's like a service i mean you get some of you know a mechanic to sort out your car I mean, yeah like, they see, have to make a
1: profit i am um, i start like this is why i got pretty lucky actually um, I don't think people really realize how lucky I did get. Yeah. Someone randomly asked me one day to do sort of middlemaning, yeah. uh, just because I was doing favors in that Facebook group, mm-hmm. and I was sort of I came across like a trustworthy person. I mean, yeah. obviously I've I've just my whole life I've been a trustworthy, honest person. Yeah. Um, and I was ill with Crohn's disease, so I wasn't working. I was pretty much. I felt like I was wasting my life mm. and I started doing it like full time, sort of just helping people. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time I was actually losing money because they'd send me like f- five pound to post an item. Yeah. I'd go to the post office and it would be like five pound 60. Yeah. And I'd just send, I'd be like, look, don't worry. Like but that just all adds up. Doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like a, a, probably a year went by of me doing it for free. And I was like, I am spending my fucking, like, all my time on this. What am I doing? Mm. And my girlfriend at the time as well, like, sometimes she'd have to help me. And so I introduced a charge and the charge just keeps going up. But Mm. a lot of people will tell you now, like, I should be charging double what I charge. Or in some cases, even more, like. There's been a few times where I've done, like, transactions worth thousands and I've only come out making £15 or £20, which is good if you're doing, like, five of them in the same day, don't get me wrong, but sometimes it's like, shit, I should really be doing better.
0: Yeah. It's a weird one, especially because when you're, like, when you're kind of doing it, you try to... Especially when you started off doing it more so as a favour, you're, like... You kind of feel bad for charging people, but you're like, I have to charge something, and then people are like, you could charge more, and it's like, I
1: I know I can, but you kind of don't want to. It's a weird yeah. And sometimes I feel like so lately I will charge like eight pound. Yeah. Obviously, the eight pound pure profit. And what does that include? Out of interest. Uh, that's a whole nother question. I'll get to that in a sec. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No <don't> problem. <laughs> <that>. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. That like honestly, the the things that are expected of me for that tiny amount now um so yeah i started charging eight pounds like pff, probably year ago yeah. year before that was probably it was like five pound um and i swear i did more business when it was five pounds so i've <laughs> kind of screwed myself over because but i don't i don't know the, the way that the whole sort of industry is going anyway is everyone's trying to save money. Everyone's trying to make maximum money. Yeah. And you've got some people out here trying to build a name for themselves. So they're doing free middleman's. Mm. And so people are going to them and I'm like, look, my, my service is so much better. Like, yeah, you really want to save that little amount of money? To... Nah, it's a strange one. Life is uh, moving in a strange direction every day.
0: Especially being, in a, being self-employed where it's all off, off your own back and sort of thing. And you've got to find... That's find the thing,
1: like... I've had to start taking opportunities which are sort of guaranteed money. Like, yeah. I've ju- I've just left um, business in Southampton, Shonen Video. It's like the best yeah, place I'm, ever. I love Sh-
0: Shonen Video is great. We'll talk about uh, that in day, but I love Shonen Video.
1: But I've just had to leave there. But I, I I was working there as well for, like, some guaranteed on the side. Yeah. Like, shit. So. Yeah, like,
0: consistent, consistent yeah. money. I put in 20 hours a week, whatever I get, X amount back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So what? Um, so in the realms of everything, what what kind of do you
1: do? Uh, then, as I say, you don't have to go into too much detail. But no, no, we can go. we can, it working. We can talk about this forever. Um, <laughs> I, like this is the thing as well. Um, as of recently, I've started saying to people like, "It will be twenty pounds all in, mm. all 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 <laughs> all in." Yeah. Um, because w- sometimes, like I'm. Um, too honest and i'm like yeah so it's eight pound fee plus ten pound shipping plus blah 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 mm. but a lot of the times i want to make more than that eight pounds so i just like you if you go to get your car fixed they're not going to say oh look we're going to charge you 400 for our time and our work and that but the parts only 10 pound like i know some of them will and sometimes yeah, they do but
0: there's the difference of like there's the added value and some are
1: a bit more honest than not yeah yeah, different yeah.
0: places charge you different amounts for their time the, pro- the parts etc etc so yeah i totally get that
1: um Sorry, what was the question again? That's fine. It's, uh, the, the 20, so the, the fee that you take, what do you Oh, okay, what yeah. What's the service? So, for? so the service is helping people buy, sell and trade, uh, helping people save money. You know PayPal charges like 4% on a purchase yeah. and to protect you. So using me as a form of protection, which I won't charge 4%. Yeah. Obviously, like, you can rig PayPal as well, but there, there are some ways you can sort of... It's quite hard to scam when i'm involved yeah yeah um but i have been involved in a couple of like little things and i guess in a way i can't fix things as good as paypal yeah in, su- in some cases i yeah. don't have that financial backing like yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i can't take like 400 out of my own pocket and be like look i'm sorry that this happened yeah, yeah but luckily i've never really dealt with that um so Lately, a lot of people want to know that the condition is good and the item is authentic. Um, we've got a massive problem with fake items, mm. especially Supreme, but like the whole country in general, like the whole world in general. Like f- for some people, they don't care if items are fake, but yeah. with what I'm involved in, that is the biggest deal. Like yeah, you if you're spending four hundred on an item. And it turns out to be a ten pound item made in China. Like you're gonna be pissed. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So yeah, I really need to start looking at stuff on my phone because that's where it all that's
0: all the all the magic happens. <laughs> so you're 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 an. Or authenticator. Oh man, I don't even know the word I'm not smart. Authentic authenticator. Some people See, that, that to this. Is, that is the thing. Be that... <laughs> there's, 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 screaming at me, being like, "How can you not know the word?" Like, right. Sorry,
1: I've got four bullet points. Whenever anyone asks me to do a middleman for them, yeah, I send them these documents. Okay, and yeah. it goes how my service works. Both parties send the items to me. I open the packages and take photos slash videos to send to yourself to confirm item and condition. Yeah. I cannot talk. (laughs) Three, I give a brief legit check. NB. My friend wrote this up for me. What does NB mean? But anyway, NB. This is purely on an advisory basis and is by no means certified. I'm happy to take as many photos as needed for you to post on Facebook groups for a legit check. Mm -hmm. I'm not accountable for any merchandise that's found to be illegitimate. Four, I ship your items to you the day after I've received both of them, provided that both parties have confirmed they are satisfied. So... I, I do have a good knowledge of, like, what's fake and what's not, mm. but I've just never wanted to be held accountable for that. That's, that's understandable. Yeah, because it stuff. would yeah it would cripple me. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. If you say, Especially no, with some of the... Refunds uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I've always said to people as well, if I added that onto my service, my sort of customer base would probably double, triple, whatever, but I just... I can't. like yeah. Unless, like, some... Someone with millions wants to invest in me and then <laughs> and then we can talk about something, but yeah, no, yeah. I I can't. And I it's, it's weird. Like in the future No, I can't
0: <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff. I know you're a busy guy, You've got a lot of stuff going on, but um if we I'm I'm very intrigued by this. So how how did it kind of, uh, start in a sense? Like, like, did you, obviously, you said with, um, you had Crohn's and you were kind of, you were kind of out of action. And I've got a friend of mine who was on the podcast in, in, I think, episode seven or something. So, Quite a while ago now, quite a few months ago, and she has chromes. And we had a whole episode, we talked about loads of things, but for about 20 25 minutes, she was talking about chromes. Yeah, so I don't know a huge amount about chromes now because a lot of it I've probably forgotten, but um, we spoke about Crohn's and I didn't realize uh, the gravity of how much Crohn's can just knock
1: you out and you, just- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's people literally like dying from it like, yeah I know that there's probably I, I guess when you get kind of older you can you can die from it depends on how surgery. your body reacts to it and stuff
0: yeah obviously when we are 60 the medical science is going to be way different from people when they were 60 20 years ago yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: but with mine like they they actually said to me as well they were like because I had um, I, I guess to just sum it up say a spot and it burst right. and they said look if that burst internally you'd probably just died Really? Yeah. Fuck. But it burst externally. Yeah.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, because I know um because my friend Carla, she was saying she gets um infusions because I think it's yeah uh, I get infusions. Yeah, because like your your body can't is it vitamin D or something like that? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's something like just later. (laughs) (laughs) There's some sort of yeah your body can't uh can't
1: process when you eat food with
0: certain vitamins and minerals whatever and your body just doesn't take them out or doesn't process them
1: properly. Yes. I, I know that um, at one point they told me my body wasn't absorbing mm. sort of goodness from foods. Yeah. Um, but it's, it was weird. Like with my Crohn's disease, like a lot of people uh, think it is to do with your sort of going to the toilet. Mm, yeah. But with me, it was never that. Oh, okay. Um, I just lost loads of weight. It was really thin. I was like being sick um i couldn't sit down because of these spots right because you imagine it you've got spots and you're like you sat yeah there's pressure on it isn't it um and now i was was just (laughs) unable to do really anything
0: yeah Um, yeah and um when that was happening obviously when you have a lot of time to yourself a lot of time to think a lot of time to be online and stuff did you were you into sort of the uh so, sort of, I don't know how does how does Supreme brand call itself? What are these sort of clothing brands? Do they call themselves elite clothing brands or just big brands? What, do just they just call ever? Yeah, I
1: think they just refer to themselves as a clothing brand like yeah. but it would be ignorant to like dismiss them as like one of the biggest sort of clothing companies. I don't even know. I don't yeah. I, like I think I see a lot of people wearing Supreme in Southampton now, but I, feel like, I think they have like a million likes on Facebook. A few, How many millions do they have following them on Instagram? But yeah, they're, they're quite a big clothing brand, I guess. But it's weird as well because although they're big, they only have a few stores, but I guess that that adds to their whole yeah, sort of... Limited run sort of yeah. thing. Exclusivity, isn't it? Like you go to the London store, you're queuing to get in. Really? Like, like every day as well. Even when the clothes have released on the Thursday and it's like the Tuesday. So it's been like five days. But what I remember when I was first into Supreme, it would just be a queue on the Thursday. Right, right. So I can see over time mm. and even with like my, cu- my customers as well, like I don't want to be horrible. I love my customers, but over time, like younger and no- more annoying, like, mm. like wanting more and more and like. It's annoying.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's what happens is like, um, what you've got, you have a niche and you have people who say really know what they're talking about, are really into it and as you slowly expand, you get people who are more novice in that thing or yeah. more amateur in a sense who slowly kind of delve into the world and obviously some people are new to it and learn and some people are just dicks. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. so-
1: <laughs> like, I, I've only been into it for like four or five years, which is by no means sort of expert, but I've taken such a high involvement in it and mm. I, for the last, like, few years it's it's been crazy.
0: Yeah, man. Well, so it's like, before you start actually... So you say you've been in, in the realm in a sense for a few years. Is it like, uh, however many years ago you kind of saw this brand and you really liked it so you started buying their stuff and then you noticed the demand? Or what kind of... kind of flicked the switch on to make you realise?
1: Uh, so... I was just buying sort of clothes, not not just from Supreme, but that is... Like, even now, that's my favourite brand.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine.
1: And I joined some Facebook groups, sort of revolved around talking and buying of Supreme. Yeah. And then this other group spawned, which was sort of streetwear and everything revolving around streetwear. Yeah. And that's when someone first asked me to sort of do the middleman and then just grew and grew and grew. And I administrated that group for a long time as well, but, um, we just saw things different. I made a few fuck ups. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't administrate that group anymore and I'm uh, sort I of see. my own entity, but that, so, so yeah, in a way I like, I still like that group and, uh, I, I always say how grateful I am for them because they sort of, changed my life and yeah built this business for me in in a way like I'm, I I won't take away my own hard work but I know how much they put me on
0: yeah yeah that's always so, good remember who helped you yeah you yeah, are. yeah that's always a very important thing of any part any part like, of your
1: life I I message I probably haven't been involved in like helping them for like a year now I messaged one of them the other day and I was like look I'm sorry for what happened I was a bit of a dick like I was I think because of my Crohn's disease as well like um I'm still behind on some stuff. Like I'm twenty four and a lot of the times I think, fucking hell, I'm acting like I'm 18. Mm. Like even the fact that I'm still living at home, like I, I won't be for much longer, but yeah, it like pisses me off. Like I, I think to myself, I'm not growing as a twenty four year old would sometimes. Like mm, that's very but, interesting. Then I, but then I've I have done a lot of things which like, a good at 24, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. having that business and...
0: It's very interesting. Well, it was very healthy and very good that you you are introspective in that sort of way. Because, like, the way one grows is by looking at yourself and going, I don't like this or... Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone in the world, if anyone says they don't get these moments, they're a fucking liar. But everyone gets those moments when you're in the shower and you remember that moment. I just think it's people aren't of- honest with it and I don't
1: know why. Yeah. Like, I always say to people, um, like, people will say to me, I've got an ego and... I think too much myself, blah, 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 but fuck them.
0: (laughs) You've got shit to do. You want to do what you want to do.
1: Also at the same time, like no one, I don't really know that many people that know themselves as much as I know myself. Like I know every fucking stupid thing that I've done and that, that I do and all the things that I do that are wrong and that, and, Mm. It's work in progress. (laughs) I've lost something about myself
0: as well. I mean, I've had it before. Now, this is gonna sound really egotistical, me saying this, but like I try not to be egotistical because I've had an issue in the past of me being (laughs) thinking I'm so fucking brilliant when I'm not. But like I've spoken to people about me trying to be honest and be like, I can be a dick in this way, I can be argumentative, I can think that I'm right when I like ridiculously right about everything when I'm not, and all these sorts of things. And people seem really surprised when I'm like oh yeah no I fucked up I'm, I used to be an ass on people seem to be weirded out way because people are like normally it takes people to get to 30 or 40 or even to have kids before they kind of realise that and it's just like well no one's perfect you just like, myself included is that like sometimes <laughs> I'm a dick and I'm sorry you, every time I am it's I'm so funny because
1: um, I like I split up with my ex-girlfriend in like December of 2016 right and I apologised to her last week really <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and I was like, "Look, because I think what what spawned it is I've dated quite a few um, girls since, and it's like, fucking hell, you really like, you don't understand me." Like, <laughs> but yeah, I said to her, I was like, "Look, um, I know this is a bit weird, uh, but I just wanted to apologise because like she helped me with my business, she helped me with through Crohn's disease, she helped me through anxiety, like, yeah, like I I uh, I broke my heel mm. at one point." <laughs> <laughs> From jumping out an abandoned shopping centre in Southampton. What was that bargain? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that, like that girl put up with so much, like, and that and nowadays, like these girls can't even put up with the fact that I'm trying to like make Work. cash. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I was, I'm so sorry, like, yeah, I still, I still did the right thing by splitting up with her, but
0: we still, so you can, you have a path to follow in a journey, and you can't. You may not all, even if you make the right decisions, a lot of the time you don't necessarily do it in the right way. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I've, yeah. Broken up, I've broken up with women in the past. Um, I'm dating someone new now, and she's awesome. But, like, women in the past, I've broken up with them. And even though it was the right thing to do, there have been times where I was like, that probably wasn't the best time. And there's definitely at least two of them, which was like... I broke up with them terribly. Like,
1: that was yeah, a yeah, really yeah.
0: fucking bad way to break up with someone. Like it wasn't my text for me or anything like that, but it's like I could have worded it better, explained a bit more. One of them I broke up with, and I was just like, she wasn't. Uh, she had a lot of issues, if we put it that way, you know. And she got through them and stuff, and she's all right now and things like that. But at the time, she had a lot of issues. And I couldn't deal with them. And instead of just. Heartless, no I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> And instead of just like explaining that to her or being an adult about it, I was just, I didn't give her a reason. I was like, I'm just not into you anymore. And she was like, but you were telling me yesterday you love me. I was like, yeah. Fuck and it was man. just like, I, I just had it terribly. And then she obviously got home and it made her even way more upset because she could she could tell i was lying i I didn't cheat on her or anything like that but like she could tell that me just saying i just suddenly fell out of love with you overnight wasn't right so it drove her crazy in a sense and it was like i look back on that i go if i was just honest when was it that was that was my first girlfriend that was when i was 16 so yeah you should apologize (laughs) (laughs) i've spoken to her since. uh, to be fair um we um we don't talk much anymore um actually but um about a year or so ago we were hanging out again for a little while and um we spoke all that sort of stuff so with her I have cleared <laughs> the air and one of my other exes actually who she was pretty unpleasant to me I just randomly got a message from her got I don't think I I think we stopped dating about four years ago um and she sent me a message like. Six months ago or something, it was early this year. Did she apologise Yeah, she oh said mate, I love that. And she <sighs> said it's message. She was like, "I'm really sorry. Like, I acted awful to you. You know, I've it's taken me this long, like four years, to realise how awful I was to you and to loads of other people and all this sort of stuff. And you know, I don't." You know, I had some good times with her, but generally she wasn't the nicest of people. But then when I saw that message, I was like, and I responded to her, I was like, you know, but thank you for apologizing. It's okay. I was a dick too at times. Life is just all about growing. And if even people really underestimate how important an apology can be. Because yeah, yeah, with yeah. me, for example, if someone's a dickhead to me or so awful or is really inconsiderate, if they are sincere and they're like, look, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. I didn't, as soon as they've said that, Done. I don't care. That's I
1: think that. I apologised to you for being addicted at school. Did you? Probably. And most, I, think <laughs> I was addicted. <laughs> most people I think I, I
0: know who see me now, they do generally like apologise. <laughs> like, I was addicted to school, like, so, dude, right me when I was in school I'm surprised I didn't get punched in the face more like I swear if I knew me then I'd have hit like I'm not a violent guy but Jesus Christ man like I am surprised I didn't get beaten the shit out of like I was hit in the face a few times that was times. a
1: bad school anyway. well yeah we went
0: to a very chavvy school <laughs> I remember like one way to describe the school to people um, was one of the worst things was like people like actively taking knives and stuff like that and it would be unfortunately like, I don't think anyone was stabbed on premises or anything but like I remember one point trying to explain to people how bad the school was where there was like a, a kid who was gay and he was chased around the school by Chavs and they were throwing rocks at him and shit. Jesus. And it's like fucking Could hell. Could you imagine all that happening now? Oh God, well if that happened now, the ch- well, I don't know what Chavs is like anymore, no. but like... I, I now where the way the world is they'll now. get
1: you to take this podcast down. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you yeah. get an email. Like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Chamberlain, like, you know, you've destroyed that school, like Chamberlain closes down or sort of the it wasn't if the teachers ever caught you doing it, it's fine. But teachers the problem is of bullying in schools. You know, you get schools saying, We're gonna stop bullying, it's like you can't. Like yeah. you, you just
1: can't. Like, you have to get people matter. to learn to deal with it, I think. Like mm. as as shit as that is, mm. um, like <laughs> I can <laughs> I can remember this time at our school and someone tried to bully me. Yeah. Um like like I don't know why people have ever tried. But um this guy was like, "Oh, you're so gay." I was like, "Yeah, do you want to kiss me?" And he was like, "What? You're a weirdo. You're a weirdo." And I'm just like, "Yeah, I am a weirdo, but you you're like trying to come at me here and you can't cope with my reaction to it, like, yeah. go away, you loser. Like, what are you doing now? <laughs>
0: well, it's funny you say that because that's basically how I learned as well. Because, like, I kind of you know, I was bullied, uh, not primarily verbally, there was a bit of physical, but I, my when I was bullied in school, like, I was bullied for Pretty much all of Chamberlain. Um, but it wasn't when I say it was a shit experience, you know, but it did breed character for me. But one thing it kind of made me realize is around. It was probably t- around eight or nine. I kind of twig- twigged on the fact, and I was like, "I actually had a conversation similar to this with a mate of mine on the podcast a, a while ago, and we were talking about being bullied and stuff." And it was like, "Well, once you, all you need to do with bullying, not physical, verbal, is if someone's insulting you, you just roll with the punches and then you make them look dumb." Like with me, I used to get called because I was obviously a fat kid and stuff, and it was always people would always call me fat. And what I realised is if I called me fat before they did. Then they look stupid and I look funny. Because towards like year, probably year ten, year eleven, people stopped hating me as much. They just thought I was a bit of a dick. But I remember in year eleven, a couple of people going like, "You know what, Mike? You're not actually as bad as everyone thought. You're just a bit of a dick." And I was like, "I'll fucking take that." Mm. But like, because all it was was people call you fat, and it's like they can't think of anything that clever. But because you're called it all day, every day, you can think of so many funny, clever things, and that's how like you take the bullets out of their gun. And then they've got nothing, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. If if you, if I'm like, you know, someone makes a joke about Jabba the Hut, and I go, "Hey, yeah, like me," and then everyone in the class laughs, and then someone else goes, "Yeah," because Mike's really fat. It's like, well, that's not funny, is it? <laughs> you just like, <laughs> so that's kind of how I learned to deal with bullying. So you saying that makes complete sense. Bullies, they don't know. It's all insecurity, though, you know. I I used well, I used to. There was a period when I was in primary school. Where I was I wasn't a horrendous bully, but I, I bullied a little bit. It wasn't anything horrendous, but. I was an asshole. Um, and then I got bullied from year five and six and learned yeah. my lesson. But it, it's a weird one, because I, if I have kids, I would definitely not want them to get bullied. But I wouldn't be who I am if I wasn't bullied. Yeah, and it uh, knocked me down a few pegs, <laughs> which I needed. <laughs> I didn't need that. I had an ego problem, but I thought... I, I, f- I
1: feel like pretty much everyone is going to experience it at some point, like, yeah, as a sort of... I don't, I, it's a weird it's a weird one because like I wouldn't ever say I really was but people did try and it's just like it's weird Ooh. I can't really think what to say about it
0: yeah I mean with, with physical obviously I want to preface this of anyone listening it's just like if you get bullied and someone's physically bullying you, you can't just insult them back, because that won't work. There is a line in the sand of bullying. If a, if a bully is like... See, if know, it's
1: physical. I don't really understand what you can do. Be physical back, probably. Well, and
0: the problem is, normally it's because
1: <laughs> they're bigger than you. Like, the chavs yeah. at some of
0: our school, Like there was a couple which were... They grew up... They had, like, facial hair in, like, year nine or ten, you know? I remember there was um, there was a kid, and um, I remember in year... I think it was year nine or something. I remember he just walked past me and pushed me with his shoulders, like, as the chavs often did, and... Um, And I was like, um, thank you. And he was like, why the fuck hasn't your voice dropped? And I was like. Sorry. (laughs) It's like, that's something to be bullied over because my voice hadn't dropped. I "I can't control that. I'm sorry. And it was just like, people, if you could develop earlier, you're generally bigger. But it's kind of like women in the same way, isn't it? Because, like, you notice in school, certain girls who developed earlier, mainly talking about breasts, (laughs) they would get all the male attention immediately because obviously we're all hormonal, don't know what's going on. And then, uh, you know, a girl in our class has got boobs all of a sudden. It's like, holy shit. And then, like, they would get all the attention and then they would kind of, not all of them but a lot of them would get this thing where they would be the po- become the popular girl because then that girl would get all the attention from the guys a lot of the girls would want to be friends with that girl and then it becomes this weird hierarchy of just
1: yeah. if you develop
0: early you basically win in school <laughs> <laughs> but probably losing life because you don't develop a personality It's <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> not, um,
1: all, not all of them, I want to clarify.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not every girl who developed breasts early doesn't have a personality, but, you know, a lot of
1: them. <laughs> a lot of girls don't have a personality in general. Well, thing,
0: a lot of people do them as well. A lot of people have their job or their oh. thing into it.
1: Um, right, when's this coming out?
0: Whenever, um, whenever you want me to, really. I've got...
1: To be honest, we can talk about it anyway. Um, I'm going to put out... Uh, sort of like Cloven brand. Yeah. Um, oh, awesome! And there's this. I'll show you this thing in a minute. Yeah. But it's like a T-shirt, and it says, "Why does everyone pretend?" Because like everyone just—that's like, a na- really good T-shirt design idea. Yeah, it's. I've done it with this girl that's like an artist. So oh, nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll promote the been, show that, one, <laughs> for that stuff. But it's just like no, like people don't want to be themselves, and people like don't have like don't have personalities or whatever. Like, think how many people are stuck in all these jobs that they don't like and yeah. shit. Like, but one thing I hate about this city that we live in, and I suppose it's England in general, a lot of people are like looking forward to the weekend. Mm. Like they're 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 living every day. Yeah, I can't even talk. <laughs> they're living every day, and they're like, oh. Is it Friday yet? And I'm yeah. like, and then what do they do on the Friday? They go to people they don't even like in a club with music they don't even like, drinking away their sadness.
0: Yeah, and that, that <laughs> happens. You know, it's it's part of Southampton. It's not just it, a lot of it is the Western world because you know we get forced to do these jobs that no one wants to do for forty plus hours a week for barely any money, and then you get home and you're so fucking exhausted, just like oh, I don't want to do anything, and it just becomes this thing of people live for the weekend, and then people are like. Humans have this weird thing about wanting to get fucked up. Like, you know when people yeah, yeah, drink? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got so fucking drunk the other night. And it's I don't
1: like- understand it. Like, I like to eat, but <laughs> I don't I don't go on social media and like, I had 40 burgers. Like, <laughs> like, look, I'm so dead today. I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. Like, oof, <laughs> what? Like, what, what are you? I don't understand people.
0: It is weird, but it's, it's a strange thing about... I think it's just smart creatures. I mean, to be honest, there's a lot of people I know aren't very smart. But, you know, like dolphins, they chew on puffer fish and get high off it. And elephants drink, like, fermented tree sap and things like that. And that gets them drunk. So it's just like...
1: I can understand the desire. I mean, I don't really... With me, I only want to get fucked up when I want to, like, celebrate yeah. something. Yeah, yeah um but even then like it's like who do i get fucked up with and like i'm i'm trying to do so much shit can i really afford to waste time yeah well you're an entrepreneur
0: so (laughs) that's it you're laughing can you You call me that yeah you are definitely well you know you started up your own business you've got a lot of other things in the pipeline as you've just mentioned the clothing brand. a lot of other things i won't mention that we spoke about before the podcast it's like well you're just trying to make your mark on this world however yeah. way, the way you want to, you know. And I'm trying to do it similarly, but I'm not an entrepreneur because you've got your head in, in business. You've got... You're getting deep into the industries and stuff, you know. Whereas me, I just... This is my thing. I mean, I'm a podcaster because all I want to do is talk to people who are far more interesting than I am and put it out there and be like, hey, guys, I know people interesting. Pay attention to me so you can... You know, hear all these conversations with these other interesting people. Whereas you're like, (laughs) excuse me, I'm burping now too. Um, It's like you want to not only to make a brand for yourself, but you you, there's other things you want to do, and you, you want to you don't want to be stuck in that everyday nine to five, you know. And that's kind of my my dream in a way, not like. I'm, my job at the moment is fine. I'm I'm in, enjoying it to a degree as much as I can. But it's not like I wake up on Monday like fuck yes, get to go into work. But like <laughs> if I could do podcasting for a living, which you know, if I keep at it and stuff, the probably time frame is do this for like ten years, and I'll be able to make money off it or
1: something. You know, it's you have to be you, know, you never know, though. That's the weird. You get yeah, a lucky like, break. It's yeah. It's it's a like. I guess you could say that I failed with YouTube. Right, I guess. Like at a time, I did want to do that as yeah. like a, a a big thing, but uh, middleman and like I obviously found my lucky break or whatever. But and you're maybe, clearly good at it as well, so yeah. And then whatever these other things transpire into, I'll probably fail a couple. I might catch a break in a couple... like. I swear yeah. you like
0: try it, uh, whatever you
1: can, man. Yeah,
0: something will work. Yeah, if you're motivated and you've got the uh, you know you've got the attitude that because you, you you. In in a similar way to me, I mean you work much harder than I do, but like you don't well, know that. Well, I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> but like for example, with me in the podcast, okay, I have to post um, every day. I spend at least an hour doing something to do podcasting. Okay, but like I have to every day. I, you know, I go on Twitter and see people asking for podcast recommendations. I've got loads of other people involved, as in. There's other people I know who I'm I'm in something called the Brit pod scene. It's like a podcasting uh, network thing um, with like I think what. I don't know how many people, how many podcasts are in it. I think it's 30 or 40 or 50 or something. I don't know. (laughs) Random numbers. And, um, so when people, you know, ask for recommendations of this genre of podcast or that genre of podcast, I, you know, mention, oh, my friends in this podcast are really great or this podcast or this podcast or even podcasts that I've done promos with or just podcasts I think are really good. I'll try and shout them out on, 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 uh, uh, on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. They reciprocate that as well. But, i have to go on there and i have to network essentially with my podcast i have to to find guests there's i've been today i was emailing some charities and stuff and like i went to some heavy metal music awards last week and there was a woman who hosted and i think she's really cool so i sent her a message on twitter and she said email me i'll speak to my bosses maybe we can if we can it'd be awesome but if not it's not the end of the world but i have to spend an hour a day of Trying to either, I've got loads of notebooks full of, well, I've got, you know, a little piece of paper there, like with scribblings on and stuff, and notebooks of ideas of podcasts with people I know, like Reese and Josh do gaming podcasts with. And then I've got friends to do political ones with. But then also, I've got, there's charities I want to do stuff with. There's people who are musicians and stuff I want to do stuff with. So it's like, I have to network. But yeah. that's also, I've got a post on social media and stuff which bores the shit out of me. But then also on, I generally do it on Sundays, I release an episode. Well, that, you know, I have to record the intro, the outro, do the artwork for it, write the description, the hashtags, work out all that sort of stuff, make sure it all sounds good, edit it, blah, blah, blah. And that takes, I'd say on a Sunday, if I'm quick, I can do it in like two hours. But generally it takes about three or four hours. So like three or four hours of a Sunday, I'm not doing anything that's fun. I'm doing something that I want to and feel like I need to do, and then the rest of the week, varying between half an hour, and an hour a day of doing what I'm doing, because maybe I'll make a name for myself. I don't know, but it's keeping me at least distracted. And like you work in your free time, or obviously because you're working, you're showing video and stuff. When you weren't working there, you were you were doing sort of um, other stuff in your free time when you were ill with Crohn's. Like, how many people get ill with like a you know an immune disease and basically start a business? Yeah, you know? that is a bit wild. Because you work hard and you've got you've
1: got this sort of. Do you know? I think vision, I work right? so well because <laughs> people will come on here, <laughs> no, I don't know. But um, yeah, some people even to this day like say I don't work hard and they're like, ah, oh, the amount of people that are like middleman and isn't a job. Mm. Or even when I was like doing it people thought i would never like get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Um especially a lot of like my personal friends and that. Yeah. People shit like, you're dreams sometimes. You look fucking stupid now like <laughs> cuz i always believed in myself as well. Um but yeah, uh right I need to think what we were saying. Well, you're believing in yourself and kind of getting loads of work done, and having the work. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think because I was so lazy for so many years that I was like, "Shit, what the fuck am I doing?" Like, yeah, is, do I really want this life? Like, especially when I've got expensive taste. I'm like, <laughs> I need cash to yeah. get that. Like, why not? Yeah. It's pretty crazy.
0: Well, yeah, man. It's all about your own. It's about work ethic and what you want to do. Like, I'm. My friends tell me that I make my own life difficult. Because I'm just so busy all the time doing shit. You know, I, I, I take days off work like I did a few weeks back. I took a day off work um, to just go up to London just to do a podcast with someone. And just by chance on that day, some other podcasters I know were doing a podcast to meet up. So I met some other cool people networking and shit like that, which is cool. But like I took a whole day off work just to go up to London to record an hour of a podcast with one guy. You know, yeah. this, he's not a fa- he's not famous. His podcast is the same sort of size as mine is. So it's not like this is a big break and I'm going to release this episode with him in a few weeks and then suddenly I'm going to explode in popularity. It's loads of little things that I'm doing to build and build and build. And that's kind of what you're doing in the sense of your own brand, your own name. It's just like people... But no, fortunately, no one that I know to my face, at least, has been super negative about my podcasting. <laughs> I, I'm not one to say, look, podcasting is my job. I'm going to do it for money forever. I'm just, yeah. I enjoy it loads. Like conversations like this, I'm really enjoying it. I wouldn't probably have had this conversation if I didn't do podcasting. And there's a lot of people and friends of mine that I've got closer to because of podcasting and the sort of rekindled odd friendships and shit. And it's like, that's really cool. But the end goal, if I... Can would be if I could turn this into a job, that'd be fucking awesome, yeah. yeah. But if I just tell everyone I'm doing this for a job, people are going to think I'm doing it for the wrong reasons, and then loads of people are going to go, Well, yeah, but you're not going to, are you? So, like yeah. we know people in um, we know people in bands like my mate, or, um, you know, Callum, um, he's in placeholder and stuff like that, he would love for them to get big and tour the world and stuff. But if he just told everyone that all the time, people would then eventually tell him, You know, you're not going to do that, you know, you're, you're going to yeah. fail, and it's like. I don't
1: understand though
0: why people why want to do show people, people
1: why like why i think i think it's good. like even in the past I've done stuff that has brought in like pretty good money yeah. and um people are like oh you shouldn't be doing that or like and it's yeah. just like, why are you trying to make me feel shit about myself, man? Like, go fucking focus on yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> my my kind of thing in life is, if you want to do something, just fucking do it. Like, as yeah. long as you're not, like, overtly hurting anyone. Like, as yeah. in, you know, if your thing was, you know, my passion is punching babies. I'd be like, well, <laughs> probably want to shelve that and uh, keep that <laughs> hidden away forever. But if it's like, you know, if I know friends who like drawing and shit, and if they said, look, I really want to get into this, I'd be like, okay, awesome. If you're passionate about something, fucking do it. And some people are just going to shit on you because usually I find people who are the most negative are just people who are just shit people, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, They have an issue with themselves and rather than, like we were talking about earlier, looking at yourself and going, oh man, I was a bit of a dick then. I'm going to try and next time not be as much of a dick. And each time you are a dick, you're slightly less of a dick. They don't do that. They're an asshole, and then they blame everyone else for basically the shortcomings, and then they're like, then they can't understand why they don't succeed at anything. And it's like, because you can only get
1: better if you recognise that you're not amazing all the time. Do you know as well, I know so many people that like, do not support their friends in any way, like. Say, say with this, like you've probably got some friends that could help you promote it. You've yeah. probably got some friends that could come on it yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And they just, they just won't like, it's, yeah. it's, it's weird. Like sometimes I think about stuff that I've got and I'm like, damn, this guy can really help me with this. Or say someone that I know, I've seen a couple people buy like streetwear off places and I'm like, why do not you go through me? Yeah, like why didn't you help, like we could have helped each other with that, like you know that I do this, like what Mm. are you but I don't know, you can't force people to do stuff but yeah, it's like,
0: that's a very good point, you can't sometimes I wish you could, but then if I could then anyone could, and (laughs) And that's how Putin works in Russia, so (laughs) like I I totally get what you mean, I mean I'm all my mates, fortunately um, have been supportive of the podcast um, and a lot of my mates have been on it but some of them have said, look I like what you're doing, but in all honesty, I don't want to talk and have it broadcast to everyone, which I, I totally get. Yeah, yeah. But if I ask the guys to, uh, can you please do this? I mean, there's a couple where I've just said, it's a bit cheeky, but can you go on iTunes and just review it? You're like, It's, it's one of the things where it does actually help the podcast, and it takes two seconds to do, you know? And I will help you, I'll help people do anything. If you want to move house, do this, do that. I'll, I'll help them, because I, I just think like if no one helps anyone, everyone's fucked. But if everyone yeah. helps each other we can all kind of go somewhere together. Yeah. And it's like with people uh, with my podcast especially I'm like even if you didn't come on the podcast for anything if anyone I know has got shit going on and they want help promoting it or anything like that I'm happy to share on social media or on the my podcast Instagram page or anything like that but like if one is willing to come on my podcast even if they don't want to talk about their thing like obviously yours is the streetwear and all the other projects you've got it's like well even if you didn't want to come on here That'd be fine. But the fact that you've come on here, not only is it helpful for, you know, I can promote... When I promote you, I can promote me. So, which sounds... To some people who aren't in anything they're interested in, they would think it sounds selfish. But in reality, it's collaboration, you know? You coming on here, me, is beneficial because... If you post on your social media, anyone who's interested will listen to you, and anyone who listens to my podcast interested in streetwear will come to you. And then in the future, I'm will be I will be a lot more happy for whatever Do projects you know? you've got
1: to promote you and it's like mutual. Yeah. Do you know my first thought when you asked me was like, oh that'd be quite cool to get people from Southampton to have more like if you've got people listen, listen yeah. like especially some of your friends and that will, yeah, will yeah, listen. And I was like, oh yeah, and like it would just be kind of fun. Like I've never really done anything like this. I've I've done like I think I've done a couple like YouTube things with people, yeah, um, yeah, but it's mostly been for like their college or uni assignment or whatever that they've just happened to put out as well. Like you yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like they just, they had it, so yeah. they put it out. hundred so.
0: percent. Was was also one thing I've got with my podcast is like it's almost like once a guest, always a guest. Of like I do Throwback Thursday on my Instagram page most Thursdays where I I I release episodes that like when I released the first episode I did. I had no followers. No one listened to it or anything. Yeah. But now that I've got, you know, uh, quite a few th- thousand downloads, you know, and it's slowly picking up more and more people subscribing and, you know, getting hundreds and hundreds of listens per... Like, one of my episodes has, yeah, got a lot more than anyone else. I don't really you know what I've done on that episode differently. I wish I knew. But, like... What I'm is getting, it? Um, it's... That it varies depending on what platform, but one of them. No, he doesn't
1: even know what episode. It was.
0: My, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, my mate Jack. I'm going to get on at some point again. He has this heart condition called heart block, and it's he basically so he can feel his heartbeat all the time. And he said sometimes it will he'll have one beat every like two seconds. So be like beat. Oh, beep makes beep, me feel beep, anxious beep, beep, beep. and he was like <laughs> he was talking about the podcast so i was like fuck it and he was like yeah it feels really weird and i was like dude <laughs> and he was like it's just a condition and that um that's had like 500 listens more than another one has you know the next one down essentially but like i'm getting the numbers are now getting in in the thou or well, not now getting in thousands but they're getting in the more of the thousands slowly yeah. getting near the ten thousand mark and this sort of thing and it's like it's really helping pay off but like when i you know, as I keep going, I'm going to still reference old episodes. So the one I first did with Reese that didn't get many listeners because no one knew about it. But when yeah, I did yeah. the throwback, the number shot up because a lot of people hadn't listened to that. Yeah. And also, when people come out as a guest, if I do do this for ten years, which I hopefully I'd like to do this forever, it'd be really cool. I really enjoy doing it. Then ever a guest, all can always return. So like with you, you are always welcome on this podcast. If you ever have like, um, if you ever want to like release something, or you've got any other projects online, and you're like you want to kind of get almost a press release behind you in a sense, just hit me up and be mm-hmm. like, I'm releasing this, you know, my, my street rail or my this or my that, and just go, I'm releasing this. Ugh. Excuse me. Um, I'm releasing this in a few months' time. would it be cool for me to come on the podcast and talk about it? But yeah, sure, we'll record it. And then I'll time the release around your release. And it's just collaboration. It, it's all it is, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's what I like about the podcast. It's And with my I've kind of, I've, without really realizing it, I've kind of lucked out where how many interesting people I know. But like, what's also good about this is I can get any podcaster on, so it's even easier to collaborate. Because like, a lot of podcasts, some of them are so so niche. There's one which is, there's one which is all about Stranger Things, you know, the Netflix show. And yeah. they, All they do is talk about Stranger Things stuff, and that's fine. That's really cool. But you're quite limited to what you can do with mine. Mine is just I'll talk to anyone who's interesting. So like. Other podcasters who've got shows, there's audio dramas, there's one to do about true crime and do about like old serial killers and stuff. Like, collaborating on that is very difficult with with staying organic. You know, me just guesting on an episode with two people talking about serial killers is a bit like, it's a bit elbowed, you know, a bit kind of pushed in a bit. But my podcast is just anyone's got something interesting to say that I think is worth anyone's time. Well, then, if they've got a podcast, they just come on there, talk about the podcast, and talk about whatever the fuck they want, you know? it's So I'm quite lucky, collaboration-wise, that I can have whoever I'm on. But back to what you said, it is it does surprise me how little some people want to help others. Yeah. And I'm sure you found that a lot with, uh, your, as you said before, you yeah, with your middle-manning thing. Or, yeah.
1: I don't want to call I, it middle c- Entrepreneurship. <laughs> 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 I am... Um, oh, what did I do before as well? So there was this t-shirt that I released ages ago. Yeah. And um, I can remember I was like, look, if I release, I might release this. Uh, I'd drawn up a sketch or whatever, yeah. and people were like, oh, that's so cool! I'll buy one. I'll buy one. Released it. Where the fuck were they? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, also, some of my friends were like, oh, can you give me a free one? And I'm like, Pfft, I'm I'm paying like money for this. Mm. If you if you want a free one, like, okay, I'd I'd either have to really fucking like love you, like actually like. 'Cause I know so many people and I like so many people, but that doesn't entitle you to free stuff. Like, like especially stuff that I've paid for and that could go to someone and like, you know, I'm especially the to... limited edition as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um
0: And that's the end of part one. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. Uh next week will be part two of this chat. So, you know, be sure to stick around if you enjoyed this. Um and after that will probably be either the podcast. I did with my friend Sophie, um, where we talk about Iceland and uh, online dating and a few other things. Um, Maybe I've got a couple of other podcasts that I should be recording the next couple of days. Um, so it might be one of them, including the one with me and Bradley. we talk about movies and stuff. I'm not sure. It uh, We'll see. We'll see where these weeks go and what podcasts I can get recorded. If you haven't already, be sure to like and subscribe and follow on the usual social media outlets. You know, iTunes, Five Star Us, and uh, like us on Instagram, blah, 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 blah. Um, I would say generally just follow us on Instagram. um, Us, me, whatever. Genuine chit-chat. Because... It gets on there. There's some snippets of the shows that I put on there, like 30-second clips. Uh, I also put in, a lot of the time, photos that go along with certain Instagram posts. I also do mini-movie reviews, that sort of thing as well. So Instagram is really the main place to be following. Um, Twitter's pretty good if you want to get into some other podcasts as well because I have a lot, or a fair amount of interaction with people on there too. So, you know, any of the social media platforms is cool. Facebook I use the least. Instagram I use the most. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, the other thing really is um, just i'm kind of contemplating putting up a patreon page i'm not really sure about it uh i, I probably will end up doing it at some point um, i was thinking about doing some sort of just a few solo recordings for anyone who does patreon um you know just myself rambling on about a few things or maybe film reviews and a few other things you know i wouldn't i wouldn't take away from the interviews that i do or the chats that i do i wouldn't not put any of them on there it would just be probably just me rambling and raving on on sort of bonus things and then depending on the traction on patreon would depend on where i go there in the future but i don't know i don't know i've really figured out yet but just thought that would be in the pipeline so if you see that kind of coming up in the future something to think about if any of you guys would be interested you know hit me up it will probably make me do a little bit quicker um Yeah, I think that's everything, really. So, um, you know, thanks as always for tuning in, guys, and I'll talk to you all next week.